Welcome back to the Barely D&D Podcast. My name is The Big Mike. I've watched the DM for quite some time now. I've learned his voice and his mannerisms. And now, I'm in charge. And I'll be the one telling you about today's episode, which is episode 9, Into Deeper Waters of Campaign 1, The Accidental Adventures. Before I can get into our level 3 adventure on the marvelous date of 3488 PB Tefthrar24, I have to recap last week's adventure, to which this is the exciting sequel. Episode 8, The Breath Before the Plunge. Departing from Le Coe Ouvert and reeling from the gravity of the complication into which Craig, Greta, and Boz have stumbled, our trio of heroes returned to Spiguber in an attempt to regroup and create a plan going forward. Spiguber had a cool head in regard to the issues, and the party felt a growing kinship with their employed captain as they formulated a plan to delay their voyage to Nikistanik, meeting with Seliguo, and then to take care of their service to Le Pomove by reporting on the Kafkin position in La Libre. After meeting with Spiguber, the party traveled to the far eastern side of the city in search of steeds to ferry them on their journey across northeastern Unsen. Along this journey, this group ran into a pair of friendly strangers, Bulgrug and Eek, with whom they requested to possibly venture in the future, as well as a less-than-sober horse purveyor. With a sly spellcasting, Boz convinced this individual to sober her life, but not before attaining a good deal on three horses. The party rode these beasts of burden through the streets of Port Lisbonissant, where they tied them up and bedded them down for the night. Just before finally laying down, after both Craig and Greta had fallen asleep, Boz arose from his bed to lock the door to their darkened room. When the half-dryad turned around, he was suddenly confronted by a massive, shrouded figure in the darkness. An eight-foot-tall, horned man, with glowing green eyes in the moonlit shadows of the small room. Before Boz could react, his mind swirled into bleeding colors and mixed images and he fell backward, unconscious and darkness overtook all. In this fleeting moment, we return to our tale. Let's hop in. What up, what up, what up? We back. We're all here, we're all hanging out. We're about to roll some dice and do, make some bad choices, everybody. What? Is there a coffee stain on my paper? That's Melanie. Mal- Mal- There's one on my Mal- paper too. It's Mal- okay. It's kind of like let me see. It's, it's kind of cute. Love. I'm I hoping. Really- I don't think it was me. I think it was Melanie. Well, guys, I just lost my pencil. <laughs> you hit record and I. No, I'm checking. Never I have mind. mine. I didn't lose mine. <laughs> I don't have a pencil. I'm just gonna have an I bought an entire pack of pencils and they are drawn now. I had to borrow one from When I took the again. SAT, I bought like 20 number two pencils. Just because I was worried. Because you, you have no, to have mechanical. it. mechanical. Dear you listener, have I have some very bad news. And I'm sorry that I'm the one that has to break it to you. Um, we all kind of got together. Uh, Melanie's not here today. I'm she's sorry. been kicked off the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. She's on a road trip and she can't ask her question. But... Uh, she's here in spirit. Do you want a question from the DM? Oh, yeah. Uh, ask me. Ask us a question. All right. Um, if each of your characters had to get presents for each other at Christmas, what would they get? Hmm. I have to take other? a second to think about that. Yeah. Wait a minute. Oh, my gosh. I know what I would get, Boz. I would find string, and then I would give it to him for, like, a leash for his bees. <laughs> I, I would like politely accept but then like never use it yeah. <laughs> like, that feels very accurate for the interactions between you two yes. I would for Boz I would like I think I would start like collecting bees and like flying like dead bees or like flying like l- little dead wasps when it, anywhere I found them and then I would just because I'm like well I know he likes bees 
Okay. <laughs> the moment you said that, both of us looked at each other with really big eyes. Like, okay. And then looked back to you. I feel like Boz would like just take some wood and like whittle it into something and like give it Aww. to you guys. I feel like I would just find some really cool rocks and leaves for Greta. <laughs> oh, and Brad. Oh, yeah. Yes. I definitely got like, so flattered like that was like a really thoughtful gift or something. <laughs> I'd figure out a way to like sew no, another pocket on your cloak. <laughs> or like, yeah. That's awesome. Get you more pockets. Just more pockets. Yeah. Um, for, what would I do for Craig? I was about to say, I was like, and Craig gets nothing. <laughs> no. I'm trying oh, to... Zach, I just had a really great idea. I Well, I say great idea as, as far as you think it's a good idea, but... Um, instead of like a bag of holding, it'd be so cool to have like a pocket of holding for Greta. <gasps> oh, what? Maybe Zachary homebrewed an item in the world specific for that somewhere. Zachary. Where do I find it? <laughs> you oh, don't no. know. I the bookstore. <laughs> Everything know. we missed is in the bookstore. We got to go back there. <laughs> there was so much lore there, and I was like, "You guys look at any of the books?" And you're like, "No." I was like, "You sure?" Yeah. Okay. <laughs> No, I, I have I have made a really cool item out there in the world. Oh, I gotta find it. Wow. What if someone finds it first? Like usual, Zachary's already thought of all the good ideas. No, no. You guys want all sorts of good ones. Like Snappleberries. Snappleberries. <laughs> I, I had not thought of Snappleberries. Speaking of item and stuff suggestions, we're working on a uh, Patreon right now where if you sign up for it, you can actually suggest uh, names of NPCs and magic items and even NPCs entirely um, that we may use <laughs> May. If May is the thinks, strong word. If Zachary thinks your I'm idea is really cool. I'm not going to put Professor Poop Poop in the podcast because you paid four bucks. But unless, yeah. I, unless I name my character that next campaign. Um, <laughs> Please don't do this. But, <laughs> but if you go in the other cool, campaign, a player named her character, no joke, for real, for real, Wee Woo Poo Quika. <laughs> and I have to say that name constantly with a completely straight face. I would there are dramatic moments where I have to say, Wee Woo, what do you do? <laughs> and it is very frustrating. I listen a little. I, I, I start to listen to the podcast but it incurs in the same world at the same time so i, I can't yeah. because of spoilers but i love it hearing wee woo they're in their first dungeon it's um, very exciting but but yeah so Sorry, anyway. we're still setting that up but in the future there's a chance that you could like i don't know play a part in what we do if zach thinks your idea is cool so i don't know and i will I, if, if i use your idea i promise i'll i'll uh, credit you oh yeah we'll shout us out whatever as long as your name isn't whatever zach just said then uh we'll say it <laughs> We no no the, we the, the, yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have my right. gift for Craig. Huh? I have what my gift. It? So I think I think Craig would be intimidated. No, I think Greta would be intimidated by like your like your face. <laughs> oh, just kidding. Go on. By her raw virile masculinity. <laughs> oh man. Go on. I think I think Greta would be intimidated by like. Because, like, you came from, like, a city with, like, jewels and stuff. And, like, those are really fancy and rich. And, like, your hair looks like gold. <laughs> so I think Greta would, like, spend, like, way... She would spend, like... Like, she wouldn't eat for a couple days to, um, <laughs> to be able to buy Craig, like, a really pretty, like, ring or something. Or, like, I feel necklace. like Craig's response would be, like, oh, my gosh, you know, I'm actually a big collection of this. Am I supposed to be doing an NPC this week? Uh, you know, yeah. what NPC, but who would they get to give to? What would Spagoover give us? <gasps> what would Spagoover give us? Wait, 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 you yes. you'd give Craig. What I'd give yeah. Craig? I would get y'all wood carvings. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Carvings. And then I'd, I I feel like Craig is someone, like, really difficult to shop for. Um, so. Yeah. I don't even think that's an insult. I think that's just, like, like not offensively, like, but I just feel like it's true. I get you, like, a hammer or something. I don't know, like, a personalized gift. Like, some kind of, like, rock hammer. Could you have a bow on it? I put the bow on everything for okay. sure. But what should Pagoober get us? Um, 
Wow, he loves these adventures. Um, what would Spiegelberg get? For bass, he'd probably get a small bowl that he could place some dirt in and grow some flowers so that his bees could have something to pollinate yes. while they missed their home. And then um, for Craig, he would probably get, he has seen, well, he is a dwarf and he knows how many dwarves get little clasps for their hair and their beards and he would get the large one that Craig could put down so that he could regain some some control of all of his voluptuous hair. <laughs> um, and then for Greta, he would probably get he would probably get her a series of three bags, one that fits inside the others, so that she always has an exceeding number of bags, but if she wants she can fill all three with thangs. With what? With thangs. With thangs. Thangs. Thanks. Items that you might have. Yeah. I love that. I like bowls. I just need to get a big bowl. That's what I need. Plant some flowers in. Do we get like specific bunks in the in the ship or like specific places? Like we can like decorate. Now you guys remember looking at the ship that people were just hanging. Oh, okay. Hammocks. The ship okay. had no. You've seen it's lower deck. Oh. It ain't. It ain't nice. I wonder if we can use the jar of heart as collateral for like a nicer vessel. Uh, or like a fleet, like one magic item per. I, well, it's kind of crazy though. Everyone gets their less attached to the heart. I think that you're fresher. Oh, this is responding. this is player land, and this isn't so this anyway, isn't Bob as the character. Towel on in. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Um. <clears throat> so. Um. Is it morning? Uh. Yeah. So. Um. Light is creeping through. Um. The window panes. Um. And the golden warm uh, greeting of Unsen in the middle of summer. And it's very temperate weather. Honestly, these days are like. Sunny with a high of 75. You know the hey, reference, you know it. Hey, um, yeah. But uh, I mean, really, it's it's just picturesque. I mean, think like a Mediterranean coast in the summer. It's just gorgeous. Um, and uh, little motes of dust and different debris are being picked Emotes? apart in the article. I will harm you. Okay. <laughs> being picked apart in the streams of light that are dancing through the, the windows on one side of your room. And um, you all are stirring awake. Uh, in your space, Craig and uh, Greta, you um, you wake up in your beds, and the room is as you let it f- left it for the most part. Do I wake up, or am I still unconscious? Boz is sleeping on the floor <laughs> next to his back. Just stays quiet. Um, uh, when who wakes up first? Can I wake up first? Yeah. No, roll for. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Please go ahead. Okay. okay. Oh, this is so cool. <laughs> oh, I we woke up today and violence. Stretch. <laughs> And I'm like, wow, it's so pretty. Boz? And I look uh, for it. No. No? You you wake up. <laughs> he said no. You stretch. You say, ah, oh, whatever you said. Oh, then you look around the room and you can see. <clears throat> if I remember correctly, Greta's bed is on like far left. And then Boz is on, or uh, Craig is like up against the wall under mm-hmm. the window. And then Boz is on far right. Uh, Craig, you look around the space and you do not see Boz. You do not see Boz? You do not see Boz. Okay. His stuff <laughs> is there. Yawn, stretch, oh, pretty light. Hey, where's Boz? Can I think that? I mean, you can think or say whatever <laughs> okay. you want. Yeah, dot, dot, dot. That's my response. I'm, I'm so asleep. You're so asleep? Okay. Yep. So, is there a way to make tea or like any kind of drink? Um, you you <laughs> haven't checked downstairs. Where's um, Boz? May, I need some tea. They may have, <laughs> they may have, uh, they may have such uh, drink embodiments for the morning, but you're not aware of any. Okay, so not never. You all don't own a kettle set, if that's what you're there asking. There is a bathtub. No. There is no. a bathtub. <laughs> no, I have not gone into moonshine. There's a couple no, bags, but there is a bathtub. Craig has not gone into the bathtub bathroom moonshine. since, I'm pretty Where's... sure. He's... <laughs> okay, anyway. anyways. Greta, are you arising as well? No. Okay. 
Greta's still asleep. So I'm, I'm going to go downstairs and look for Boz. Okay. You, um, uh, you hop up off of your bed. Wait, I want to fall. Oh my god. Okay, so now Greta <laughs> just sort of shoots away and you wake up dead You're going downstairs? And then whips her blanket off. Can I, can I, wait, can I take the blanket? I, 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 I take the blanket with me and I wrap it over my head and I, oh my god. I yeah. Okay. <laughs> like <laughs> a, like a kid, like making, because it's way too big. Nice. So, um, it's like trailing behind I'm going to hold the trail. Oh! Like the okay. Train. So you get a little bit yeah. and it yanks you a bit. <laughs> Um, uh, you guys out of the room and you, uh, the door closes behind you. We can say that you bring the key and lock it. Um, and you guys start going down the hallway and downstairs. Um, uh, the warm hearth is as it often is. Um, it's a bit of a calmer atmosphere this morning and there is music playing, but it's sort of like a really gentle, um, it's 520. How are you all yawning? Well, I started yawning as Craig, and then I just couldn't stop. <laughs> it's just really good role play. I was like, we can't start early enough. Um, so, like, there is music going, but it's like it's like a very pleasant, gentle violin, like, a... and uh, um, there is ale that you can smell. Um, there is more of the the honey bread that's been toasted for breakfast. You can smell some cooked fish, various assortments. So people seem to have steamed vegetables of types, um, but. Uh, uh, you can also, you think you smell some tea, so, uh, it seems like it is a breakfast item here. And there's probably like, maybe like 20 or 30 people downstairs. It's pretty early. You guys got up at like maybe six or seven. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we did. Good for us. Yeah. Um, I wish I could so do that. So what are you doing, Craig? Okay, I'm, I'm gonna, can I search the room for Boz and like... Yeah, make a perception check. Okay. With your new dice. With my new dice. Oh, did I mention that Zachary got me new dice? Sorry, that wasn't supposed to be like a. a I me go, thing. Zachary got a five. Um, <gasps> They're never gonna perception. find me. Perception. Like, oh, somewhere else. Wait a minute. <laughs> that would be an eight. Um, okay. Well, I'm very excited for your modifier. Still not a good roll. Uh, you look around the room and mm, uh, there's a wash of people, but yeah, it's a lot of faces. A lots of a lots in. Like ten of the people are in the middle dancing. Uh, it's it's much more common. There are a number of people like slowly dancing right now, okay. um, and so there's just a lot of movement and and diversity and density. You, you, you don't see Boz. Hey Greta, did you did you like hear Boz leave or have you seen him? I mean, he's probably in this room somewhere, but have you seen anything? Greta is staring into space and swaying slightly. <laughs> Okay, this is why we need Boz, okay? <laughs> I don't know how to interact with you. And I woke up. Like, Red is not a morning person. Okay. I'm going to go um, to the bar and ask if they have tea. Okay, so you approach the bar. Um... <laughs> it was fun being on the podcast, you guys. <laughs> that's, uh, that's it, I guess. <laughs> um, but uh, returning to the characters who are in the scene land. Sorry, um, my, okay. You walk up to the counter and um, uh, the giantess, or the giantess, um, the uh, Goliath woman that you met the first time that you guys were here, um, she's at the bar and um, uh, she's like sort of rubbing it down with a, with a towel and uh, slicking it. And she looks up and she says, Ah, oh, hello, sweetie. How are you two today? Hi, um, we're good. I was just wondering what kind of teas you guys have. Oh, we have a number. Uh, what would you be interested in? Uh, can you give me some options? Absolutely. We have um, snappleberry tea, uh, chamomile, uh, lemon ginger. Peach? Uh, I'm sorry, I do not know. What is a peach? You live a sad life, but it's okay. You can figure... I'll, I'll show you peaches someday. That was kind of a hard thing no, to say. No, I didn't mean it. I'll... I will change your life with peaches. 
and I give her a thumbs up. And right. um, what kind can of I, tea can I have I a, a chamomile? Ah, uh, certainly. Um, <laughs> yes, and uh, Greta's awake now. Go ahead, sorry. Ah, uh, it was Greta. Yes. What would you like? I'm gonna look at Craig. Chamomile. It's six o'clock, Craig. Do you have anything, actually, um... It's incredible that you knew the time. I don't think we have any clocks on here. <laughs> <laughs> I have a really good internal body clock, actually. Apparently. How do you know the time? Do you have a I really good internal body clock, I just know that we don't have a clock, so I don't know how you said the time so confidently. I know it's too early for Kim. We had a really <laughs> pleasant interaction last time, and I understand that some people are morning people, but this is a lot of aggression so early in the morning. Our, our last interaction was so pleasant. Greta's gonna, like, onto the table. She's right. really, she's tired. Um, she wants, I'm going to guess a Snappleberry tea. All right, absolutely. Um, each of those would be two copper. Okay. <laughs> do I? <laughs> I have all the gold. I mean, you this... did? Wait, wait, <laughs> let me check. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, hold on. no, I have five, I have um, 500 gold. I have Snappleberries that are probably not in good condition. <laughs> Greta, this no, prompts you to think, look in your jacket. Yep, that's jam. <laughs> <laughs> and not in the good way. Can I put jam it's, in my inventory it's now? You can put like rotten jam. <gasps> no, wait a minute. That's five hundred gold of mica. I thought it's like money. No, I I look at her and I'm like, oh man, I'm so sorry. My roommate has the money. It's that okay. We'll come back later. I have Certainly one no copper. Problem. What can I get for one copper? <laughs> Make a make a persuasion check. Oh my gosh! Okay, <laughs> when we find you, we <laughs> are going to distribute. Boss's stuff is still in the room. You can just go back up and get no, I oh we don't yeah we do not think of that. We do not think that of would that. Be the smart. Unless you were climbing into bed with a bag of money, <laughs> Scrooge McDuck. I he think it's still it. in the room. He holds it close and then it he keeps me warm at night. Oh boy, the shiny I am things. not getting tea. Hmm. You said persuasion. What happens when you're mean in the morning? What'd Ten. You? Ten? Wait, okay. actually, that's an eight. Oh. So I don't, can't do math. I'm, I'm sorry, honey. I enjoy you all, but I have to I have to ask our prices for our items. Not even, like, something else besides tea? What's the cheapest That's going now? to be our cheapest item. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm going to, like, melt off of the table and, like, wah, 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 wah. Maybe, maybe go get some more sleep there, dearie. <laughs> yeah, you should really take a nap. But uh, if you all come back from a drink theater, that is fine. All I'll right. be here. All right, I walk. I, I say goodbye, and I'm. She waves. Take Greta. She goes back to waving your hand, Craig. I don't let you hold my hand. Okay, you go to all the same and pulls it no, out. No, I. You give me your hand, and I grab your other hand, and I put them together. <laughs> <laughs> and I continue walking. Now let's pray. <laughs> also, you hear calling after you Greta. Also, ma'am, please leave the blankets in the rooms. I keep walking. Did okay. Oh, All right, so I guess we're going to go back up to the room. Okay. You return to the room, you pull out the key, you unlock the door, you go in, close it behind you. Greta, I'm really Boz? concerned. I've... Where's Boz? Do a magic check. Is it a good time oh my... for that, you think? Wait a minute. He might Can not. I... No, no, because he it's might all not... looking yeah, at Yeah, he might not magic. be hiding anywhere. If... Mm. Wait, call on old. Ask mm. him where he is. Old! Okay, you shout... <laughs> Nothing happens. Do you will the orb to you? Yeah, that's what I'm okay. doing. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> um, so you shout, and happens. Oh yeah, and you like look in your hand, and it's really trippy when it happens because it's like, it's less like you see anything. It's it's a very weird magic because it's like um it's like literally one frame of a video was just laid over another. There is your hand. There is no orb, and then there's just suddenly an orb, and it like weighs in your hand, 
and you're familiar, I mean, like the, the clear glass orb is in your hand about the size of a baseball and the dark, um, iridescent black fluid is just pulsing within it. Orbs in your hand. Okay. Hey, old, um, I'm, I can't find Boz and I, I was just wondering if he talked to you, uh, about if he was going somewhere or if something happened, do you, would you know? The dark fluid begins like pulsing into more defined tendrils that spiral and reach outward and a little darkest center dot appears that you know to be the eye that you think of it as and uh the voice protrudes in your mind yeah there you go <laughs> like your bag um no it's just a, it's just a dark black dot um but the the voice protrudes into your mind and uh says oh, craig no i have not spoken with buzz wait is he didn't didn't Okay, Landon, no, did you feature. ever did you ever talk to Bo, uh, to um old? I mean, he like, has before. Like you know, I I before? did last night, but it wasn't related to. Okay. Like, because I was I, thinking like he says that he hasn't talked to to Boz. I mean, you can make an insight check if you want. Okay. Can I see what's happening? I mean, yeah, Craig is staring at the orb. Okay. But every time you guys like kind of commune with it, like it's all like one person talks to the orb, but mm-hmm. then only they hear the voice back. Yeah. I got a nine. I think it's, much. I think it's, you get the feeling that, that he's being honest with you. Okay. I think it's interesting how this orb has become something that like we were all afraid of and like never look at, don't touch like the weird, awkward roommate almost. <laughs> <laughs> don't touch the weird roommate. <laughs> Everyone knows that experience. <laughs> No, no, it's just no. like, it's like he's with us. He's with us all the time. But, but like, just, we don't acknowledge him. But it's oh. not like scary anymore. It's just like, oh yeah, that's old, a deep, powerful, oh, yeah. probably really dangerous being. But we just kind of like. he's asking us to do something really. Really sus. Really. Craig, you're holding the orb and you do not. Uh... I'm, I'm old. I'm really, I'm concerned about Buzz. I don't know where he is. He, he doesn't act like this. Do you have any, like, I don't know what to do. Do you have any suggestions I cannot see him either. You can't, do Whether you normally is, see him? he is. I can see almost everything. But oh, he that is, is really concerning. Beyond <laughs> my sight right now. Who do I go to? I mean, like, is there like a police or is there like. To is, be honest, Craig, this seems like it might be above the pay grade of those with whom you commonly interact. I do I'm not know. I'm just a dwarf. What am I supposed to do with this? I do not I'm know, smaller than most people. They could like crush me. I can't. Uh, Greta, you are watching the maybe I'm like give Greg a hug. you're watching the maybe like two hundred pound uh, dwarf with his huge muscles, like in a high pitched voice, say to the orb, "I'm such a small person." <laughs> his huge give beard Greg bouncing. a hug and like stroke his I, hair. I, I make you like hug yourself. <laughs> like, yeah, I yeah. My hands. <laughs> There's gotta be conflict. Fair okay? enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Okay, well, I I guess I'm just gonna like I don't know. Okay. Feel it out. Craig stands there kinda of confused with the orb. I I, um, I like put the orb away. Okay. Uh, you walk over, put it back in the bread bag. Um you open it up. There's still the golden knife in there, still the um the little uh spyglass, the rusted spyglass, and okay. a bunch of very stale bread. And you put the orb inside, you close the bag. How uh, much can gold. I grab some bread? Sure. I grab, I grab like three loaves of bread. It's kind of like picking up a softball. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how much gold is in there? Do we know? Uh, that's a separate bag. But 
Uh, there is 184 gold left. Okay. Looks like there's about 184 can I, gold. <laughs> can I take 30? Yeah. Okay. So put in your inventory 30 gold. Uh, Landon, uh, please subtract 30 gold from the total count. I was wondering, okay. could I do my player sheet with watercolors? Like the notes <gasps> in it? That'd be so cool. Sure. Like, that's a joke. You can't do watercolor. Okay. That'd be awesome. What is wrong with this pencil? Um, Greta, are you doing anything while crafting? I'm eating bread. Okay. Um, make a strength check. Nice. That Did is you a just roll an one. one? It's a pretty one, though, isn't it? It is a pretty one. Um, you are not eating bread. You go to you go to, <laughs> and you push your jaw, and it's not moving. This okay. place is stupid. Oh, can I put it on the ground and jump on top of it a couple times? <laughs> yeah, make an acrobatic. She's just creating <laughs> flatbread, you guys. <laughs> Panera bread. We have the bread bowls. We have the flatbread. <laughs> Said acrobatic. You know what makes me laugh is no, the fact that like bread is a big thing in this campaign, and 11. you can't even have it. Okay, you don't fall over. Um, you jump out of the bread; <laughs> Ooh, it cracks actually... open. Uh, it is in pieces. It's kind of like like a rough cracker, but it's okay. it's in pieces. Can I eat it now? Yeah. Okay. It's okay. really crunchy and chewy and tough. It takes a lot of work, but you are slowly eating some okay. amount of it. Okay. I. That's what I'm doing. Not sure how much nutritional value you're getting, but you're eating it. It's okay. I, oh my gosh. So Greta's just sort of pulling apart bread. You're holding an orb. Greg, why are you upset? Because, <laughs> 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 to be like, fair, I didn't hear what. Um, wait, are you sure you didn't hear? Because I, I was like right in the room with you. I heard what you were saying. I didn't hear what the orb was oh, saying. Okay. Well, okay, so here's the deal. Buzz is missing. Like, he's mm -hmm. just gone. And Old doesn't know what's going on. And normally he can, like, see us. I don't know how. And that's kind of scary. But, like, normally mm -hmm. he can see everything. But he says he can't see Boz. And I'm so worried about him. Where's the jar? Is the jar of heart here? You cover on the bed. The, you don't know or the Christina jar's right Perry next to it on the song? floor. Where don't know that Christina Perry song? Jar of hearts? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> trying to have a serious moment. It's fun. It's y'all's session. <laughs> no, it's... I don't know who to go to because, like, I don't know where Foz went. I don't. Hmm. Duh. And old wasn't helpful. No. Hmm. I mean, he was nice. Do we have? It's great. Okay. I... Sorry. Oh, my bad. Do we have? Where are his? That did not here? turn out more subtle than just saying, "Hey, you're hitting the mic." <laughs> hmm? Your bee. Do we? Is oh, his bees here? His bees. His container. <gasps> his hit bees are here. I'm gonna go. Do we, are we supposed to take that with us? <laughs> I feel like hey, someone uh, like I'm left just, their I'm baby, I'm just going to interject know? here and say that Landon's not in the scene and neither am I. You guys, this is you're the only two okay. characters in the room. Well, this feels like someone just left their baby like, know, with us I and I've never don't had kids. Don't think we kids, should move so it. Do you, no. think it. do you think they need to be warm? Do they need to be watered? Um, no, they're bees. Bugs don't need to be warm. I say, um, I think you should go get us breakfast. One of us needs to stay here. Okay, okay, I have... Okay, I'm... Okay. Wait, was there more than just gold in the bag? Oh, some bag? silver, some copper. Okay, I need to go get that because I just can't be handing out like one gold and- Well, she can probably okay. make change. Can't she? I mean, you, you did see her do that the last time you guys had a transaction. She okay. was a cashier. So, okay, then I'm fine. I'm, I'm not gonna do that. Um, I'm gonna go downstairs and I, I'm gonna go up to the bar. Okay. 
So uh, Craig leaves, close mm-hmm. the door behind him. Go, you, Craig, you go back downstairs. Only like a few moments, minutes later, um, you turn back down. Um, mainly the same assortment of people at the bar, and she is there. Um, uh, she's just gotten done handing like a tankard or something steaming to someone. She sees your approach. Welcome hey. back, Craig. Uh, I got I got some money and um. Uh, can we have those teas? Certainly, yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, um, I actually uh, went ahead and brewed them. And oh, she you're turns so around sweet. and she has the two tankards. Um, so there's a tankard, and then she has gotten a shot glass with a very small amount that's like appropriate for Greta. And she like sort of slides it across and she's like, Oh, thank you so uh, much. And I give her uh, one gold. I would be making a lot of change. I would be right back. <laughs> and uh, she like pulls out a number of bags from the counter. And <laughs> she gives you back nine silver and six copper. And, and she says before she finishes any of it, would you all like to take some of this money and buy breakfast? Because I feel like this is a lot of change to get back to you. Yeah, um, well, what breakfast options are there? You got like um, burritos? I'm sorry? No, nothing. Tell me, tell me the I'm options. sorry, Craig's, like, Craig seems like a breakfast burrito. He's you know? definitely a breakfast burrito guy. Um, what options are there? Well, there are, again, there are a lot of options here, but I think probably the most common and favorite would be the um, smoked honey bread with uh, uh, smoked silver scallion. Um, I'll have two uh, smoked honey breads. All right. Um, okay. Well, that all together is only two silver, so um, I can oh. give you the uh, rest of the seven silver and the six copper back. Yeah. So she slides the change back to you over the counter, and uh, she returns very quickly with the plates. You get the feeling that like breakfast is popular enough here that like that they're just they sort of they're being cooked and they're mm-hmm. just being provided to people. And she hands you um, a plate with the. It's just incredible. It's the perfectly golden charred, round domed uh, bread. Is there a way that I can take the plates up to the room? Oh, or? of course. Oh, yes. okay. please just return with That's them great. later. Um, one one thing I have to say to ask. Uh, Certainly. I'm I'm not really like I'm really new to this area, so I don't know sure. how things work. But um, I think my my friend has uh. I don't want to say disappeared, but I he hasn't told me where he's gone, and he wasn't. You're um here. the fellow with the colorful hair. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, that is concerning. I it it is. Uh, I don't want to overreact though, because he might just be out. You know, having certainly a he could. Uh, but if if. You know, he was missing. Who would I go to? Um, the Silver Scare soldiers okay, might we're, uh, we're, they handle. Well, they're all about. Okay. And you remember, you've seen them everywhere in the city. Um, also, Le uh, Mauvais, people frequently task um, skilled individuals from that organization to find people who are missing. Okay. Um, all sorts of options. But I will keep an eye out for uh, it, Baz, it was, right? Yeah. I will keep an eye out for him as well. I would really appreciate that. You're so great. Thank I'm you. sorry if you felt like we were aggressive today. That really wasn't you our know, intention. You know, everyone wakes up cranky sometimes. Yeah. Also, <laughs> I um, I noticed that your hair is a bit cleaner. It looks very good. <gasps> Thank you so much. You know, I you know showered, <laughs> so. The, uh, yeah. And it's not an awkward moment as like there is a nod between two people in these ancient times. Like, yes, a shower is nice. Like, <laughs> not like that thing we all do every single day. Sometimes maybe, some no. But yeah, she just yeah. Nods. So, um, but I will keep an eye out for him. Thank you so much. Um, so I, I have the bread, right? Yeah, you okay. can take that. So I'm going to wave bye to her and bring up the bread. Okay. So, um, Greta, did you do anything while Craig was out? No. I I'm promise just, I haven't forgotten about you. I'm going to sit down next I'm just, to the... I'm just having fun. I'm just, okay. <laughs> just vibing. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to sit next uh, down, like kind of in front of the bees and just sit cross-legged and just stare at them. Okay. Um, it's beautiful. 
Uh, it's like, do you know those old screensavers where lights would sort of like appear? Oh, and disappear? Yeah. oh yeah. Behind the opaque, almost sort of, it's like a milky thin glass. Yeah. Um, and behind it, you can just see the little dots of color appearing and disappearing. And each of those little glass panels is framed by those, those dark mahogany looking wooden sections with the gold gilding. So it's a beautiful thing to look at. And uh, they're just sort of appearing and disappearing. I think I'm going to cry. What? <laughs> okay, you cry. Yep. Um... Craig, you, re- you return sometimes later with the uh, teas and mm-hmm. the bread. Uh, Greta is crying in front of the bees. Greta! Greta, are you okay? Yeah. Okay, well, I brought you bread and I brought you tea. Um, So you've been fed, you've been watered. <laughs> <laughs> Inspiration! <laughs> Greta's plant. <laughs> <laughs> I have to put a smiley face down. What are those plants you keep in your rooms that like, like low-key that... Like a tiny. Oh my gosh, we're um, succulent. 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 Greta's a little succulent. She is. Okay, so uh, uh, I talked to the uh, lady. Oh my gosh, what was her name? Do I remember uh, no her name? No one's ever asked. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Okay, I'm going to have to remember to ask. No. Um, she, she, <laughs> well, it's fine. What's happening is the first however many episodes, everyone was like, this world's fun. Let's kick everything. And then like <laughs> X amount of episodes later, everyone has stakes and stuff. And we're like, oh, wait, we care about these NPCs now. So it's fine. Yeah. She it's remembered fine. every single one of our names. She did. She did. I love And now her. we have to go back and ask her what her name is. It's yep. fine. Oh my um, gosh. It's not. We'll figure it out. Okay, so I talked to... Oh my gosh, I need to know her name. Ah, but she said that we can talk to... Can I recall the names that you told me? The Palma Bear. The Palma Bear and, and, and Silver Scale. Silver Scale Soldiers. Okay, she says that we could talk to them about Boz's disappearing. I don't think we should talk to them. They are very... like. I think we should talk to someone a little bit less angry and powerful like la palmavera were the people that we just hung out with that like burnt your arm you can kind of see that like there's glass shattering like in craig's brain because his plan was just like no <laughs> uh yeah but like what else are we supposed to we do should find, we should like we've made friends like we should talk to if we really need to get down to it madame miscore could tell us no she no, could though. She no. could. She could. But at what cost? Good question. We could talk to the guy at the tattoo parlor. Like there are options. But I think that Silver Scale and the Pomavera are not good options. But they don't hate us. Well. Nope. <laughs> uh, okay, we can go talk to. I mean, I feel like awkward talking to the tattoo guy because you know he just is. You know, like, if, imagine if you're just doing tattoos and then someone comes in and goes, yeah, someone's missing. Like, that's a lot of pressure. And he seems pretty chill, though, you know? Okay. Who do you want to talk to? I want to talk to the authorities because but, but they can they, actually do th- What are they, like, they- Okay, let's talk to the tattoo guy about talking to the authorities to see if... <laughs> <laughs> I think you should go talk to about it's, a score for it's sure. It's a really <laughs> different party without pauses, isn't it? It's, <laughs> well, it's a really different dynamic. <laughs> I like okay. this. It's really so fun. So let's go. Fun. Okay, let's go to the tattoo guy. Well, who, who else do you think we could talk to? Like, I don't know anyone. Guy, there's Big John. There's the lady in the bookstore. Maybe we could talk to one of the witches. I just think that if we take this to the silver, like they're not going to help with, they're not going to be able to help with magic stuff. And like, do we really want every, do we really want La Pomavera who like runs the entire city to know that our friend is involved with such heavy? Let's, let's talk. I say we talk to the silver scouts. I, 
I think that that would be the best choice, in my opinion. Mm. Okay, so we're gonna go see the tattoo guy. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, Craig and Grotta. Craig and Grotta. <laughs> Craig and Grotta. It's Craig. It's Craig. It's Craig. Grotta and Craig. Grotta and Craig. Yes. Grotta. <laughs> Grotta and Craig. Should we? And I'm Buzz. <laughs> Buzz, Grotta, and Krug. I, I need to. I need to make like a like a Bizarro episode where you turn into like your evil twins. Um, okay. So otherwise, can we uh, talk to Craig more? Sure. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Sorry. Craig, do you think we should like look around for Buzz or like? I mean, do you think we should no, look before we ask someone? Old could not see him, and so that means he's not like, you know, where we normally should go. We ask the bees. Could we ask the bees? Let's ask the bees. I like crouch on the floor. I did not know this moment was going to be so wonderful, and I'm so glad it's happening. I like crouch on the floor. Can We're you get on all fours? I'm gonna crouch next. Year. Okay, so both of you, both of you guys are like on all fours, all kind of like up on your elbows or your forearms, and the box is in front of you. Bees, bees. Like, is there like a door that I open? Yeah, well, you remember there's a little there's a little hatch on the front that. Do you think we should open it? Buzz opened his finger. Into. No, because I don't think we should here. open it. We shouldn't open it. We should just ask them. Okay, okay. I knock. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Do you know where Buzz is? You whisper to a box. <laughs> <laughs> you pause for a moment. Are they crying? There is the sound of two people looking at a box. <laughs> <laughs> That was mean. I thought you were actually going to say something. Yes, there's the sound of two people. <laughs> <in the box. laughs> ah, okay. Uh, so, Craig, you and Greta are, are headed out of the door. You close out the space, lock everything. You take the year you want, mm -hmm. leave everything you don't. Um, you guys are headed to go speak with um, Devon Cowan at the man. Living Tapestry. Um, should we, we could talk to Spagoober. We should, I think we should talk to Spagoober. We should talk to Spagoober. Yeah. Okay, so you guys get like like ten feet down the stairwell, and you're going, no, no, no Spagoober. And so <laughs> yeah. you, uh, you, the, the, it's starting to fill up a little bit. Maybe two or three more people have come in. Uh, you guys move out of the front. Um, it's beautiful outside. Can we like? The, sorry, I'm yep, so no, sorry. Good. No, please yeah. go on. Okay, um, it's all good. You open the heavy doors of the warm, uh, the warm hearth, which close behind you. You describe the Bay of Porcupine Sun often, so it's really easy for it to feel common but every time it's breathtaking it's this huge coastal artwork where like ten thousand different lives are coming together to make a story every single time you look at it and there's multiple vessels out today today there's one that's full of like this lilac blue and bright white that has flags on it it's very interesting um craig why don't you make a history check as you look at it oh my gosh i love doing checks okay hold on it's kind of really cute that you and abby share a dice tray <laughs> We are everything. Cute. Collectively, Did we're you know that just really cute. Did you roll in that one? Yeah. Okay, it's fine. You don't recognize the flag. Um, but what you all do realize, notice is there's a lot more silver scale soldiers than you guys usually see. Um, and in fact, they're moving. There's a lot of vessels. Usually you see the vessels patrolling. You guys can see just from where you're standing, maybe like 20 in the bay, just near around you. Um, so it looks like they're starting to amass in force, which makes sense given what you guys have learned recently. And there's troops moving back and forth in the port. But otherwise, you guys take a right and you start heading down the main road of the port, um, uh, heading your way to dock 433. Um, How well would the port pet do in combat, do you think? Uh, what? Uh, it has stats that I will get to you all. I love that. <laughs> I um, love that so much. On another note, boss, huh. um, you are falling. You have been falling 
for quite some time, you would be challenged to know how long you've been falling. Um, the countless varying hues of the room in which you were previously present that evening, when you just turned around, seen the mysterious figure in the darkness whom you recognize, and uh, had the green eyes piercing your own mind and had everything blurred together, those, those many thousands of dark blacks and grays and blues made from the refractions of those materials not touched by sunlight, or moonlight, excuse me, have smeared together into a confusing scape all around you. And while those bleeding colors made a predictable uh, scape around you, now they have transformed into a rainbow but in the most chaotic and confusing way, and you feel like you've been falling for you don't know how long. Um, and uh, you don't hear anything. You just feel yourself falling, and you see the smear of colors all around you, rising rapidly up past you, forward through your vision. You have the sensation of falling backward. Okay. Um, could I wild shape into a bird and try to fly? Okay. Uh, expend a wild chip. Okay. So as you're falling, you um you uh you will the magic within you to coalesce, and you feel um the uh, the druidic teachings of your homeland sort of uh, speared up within you, and your body begins to shift, and you and there's like a burst of feathers, uh, or I'm sorry, of leaves. We've talked about this. Yeah. A burst of leaves, and you you turn into a bird, and uh, uh, as you begin trying to fly through the space, um, you try to reorient yourself with gravity, and then um, you like you try to fly forward, and all of a sudden you're upside down, and you turn to make a new maneuver one way, and you begin flying another, and you no matter which way you turn, no matter which way you fly, no matter which way you alter or reorient yourself, you're always falling backward. And it's like this space is shifting and moving around you so that no matter which way you face, you're always falling. Um, and this goes on. You f feel a, a small amount of panic rising. But eventually, all of a sudden, <laughs> solid. Uh, and as you strike something solid, you close your eyes momentarily. And when you open your eyes, everything is completely different. You, as a bird now, are laying Ca -ca. on your back. <laughs> 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 are laying on your back in a field. Um, a field of verdant, mixed grasses. Gentle, and soft, and lovely. Um, they're thin stalks with probably five or six leaves coming out of each. Um, and there are these tiny, tiny, tiny white flowers in long... Uh, stacked columns at the edge of every stalk blooming so that this whole field is an ocean of green with cresting foam waves of white as the wind dances across the grasses and they move back and forth and it's just an ocean of blooming life and you recognize at the edge of this clearing that you're in a very large open clearing um, so maybe like hundreds of feet either direction on either side you can see Agba trees um, and with their pale, pale bark and their deep green leaves and um, their root systems slightly raised out of the ground and you, you know where you are. Um, blue skies are above you and you suddenly feel a moment of respite as you breathe easy and then you remember, no, I was in room 13. That's where you are. I'm just in the field? Just in the field on your back? Am I familiar with this field? Like, is it somewhere that I've been before? As you look around, it's strange. It doesn't, it occurs to you that there's something happening in your mind because, or maybe not, but what, what you know is, no, you don't know this field specifically, but you definitely recognize the landscape. It's as if someone was making a recollection based on a series of known locations, if that makes sense. 
Okay. Um, so, but I do see the Ogba trees. All around the clearing. Why don't you make a perception uh, check for me? Okay. Man, your dice are gorgeous. That's a seven. Plus your modifier? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, just just a large clearing. All right. I guess I just start, I don't know, moving in a direction. Okay. So you sit up, start flying. Um, yeah. As you start flying forward, you can see a couple hundred feet up ahead of you, there is a small rise um, in the landscape. And um, it is... Um, uh, the grasses sort of get taller to a point and blend into some other species, um, which appear to be like a taller kind of reed. And around them, as, as you sort of, as you're lowly flying gently, you can see a small pool of water, reflective. Um, and at the edge of the pool, there's a large stone. And it's sort of like in the middle. So if you, if you have this vast field and the ring of trees around them, right in the center as you're sort of flying around and looking, there's this pool of water raised a bit. And there's this very large gray stone that a girl is sitting on. And... Um, you uh, you actually recognize her. Um, she has soft gray stone-colored hair that falls around her shoulders elegantly. Um, her long, slightly more elven ears peering out through the heavy wild crown of hair. Um, and uh, she has um, uh, light aspen-looking skin with its many grooves and small dots. And it's your sister. And um, she's sitting on the rock and she's just, her, her feet are bare as they always are and she's just kicking them in the pool. And she's not saying anything. She's just softly smiling and watching the water splash. Um, and right as you notice her, sort of like, oh, okay, your sister. You look up into the darkness beyond. And um, at the edge of your vision, there's a very dark storm building on the horizon. This writhing, roiling black mass of just darkness. And it's, it's a storm in the sky, but everything below it that's moving forward is just becoming completely shadow. You can hear it off in the distance just going... <laughs> as the clouds roll forward. Okay. What are you doing? Um, I feel like I want to like land next to her and like on wild shape. Okay. So she's... Still a couple hundred feet up, but you, you fly forward to her. As you get closer and closer, the more you fly toward her, the faster the storm gets. It starts moving unnaturally quickly as if it's making up many thousands of feet as you're making up tens of feet. So it begins like sort of rolling quickly through the sky like an avalanche. And you can see the shadow sort of creeping out in fingers of darkness as the storms roll forward. It's just <laughs> rolling forward. So I... I slow down a little bit. Is it slow down at all? You slow down a bit. No, it's increasing. It's oh, then I go faster. And then, okay, fast so you can. start flying faster. Um, as, as it starts getting closer to her, there's this really large crack in it. And you can see a bleeding edge of light within the cloud of red. And this huge red beam of lightning, this arcing finger, connects out from the storm, the storm and stabs it in the brown, into the ground, burning uh, earth and throwing charred plant matter cascading around. And then another. And as the storm rolls forward, consuming more and more of the landscape beneath it, red lightning is burning out of it, stabbing into the earth and then returning to the cloud, arcing outward. And the, the storm is growing hungrier and moving forward. And your sister is just kicking her feet in the water. You're getting closer and closer. And... 
unless you do anything else, you know, unless there's anything else to describe, as, as you get maybe like 20 feet away, the storm, it's like you're racing it. And even though it's so much further away, it's moving so much faster than you are. And as it get, as you get maybe within a hundred feet of your sister, it gets, it starts to get near where she is. And all of a sudden it's like, she becomes aware of her surroundings. And she looks up at you with her bright blue eyes, sort of startled for a moment. She looks behind her to the storm and she looks to you. And it's like, she's aware of who you are. Even in your bird shape, she recognizes you. I'm just like, yeah, like run, like run. Well, you're a bird. Okay. <sighs> Does she have to speak with animals? <laughs> Cause I feel um, like if she recognized me as a bird, as well, a druid. You all are familiar with each other in your wild shape forms, but she's not wild shaped. But could she cast speak with animals? Possibly. I guess she doesn't. Um, what are you doing? Um, I, I mean, honest, like I want to. The storm will be on her any moment. Oh, well, I want to, um, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out how to best to describe this. What I want to do is like, like fly like to the ground where I can like unwild shape, but like go from it to like still be running. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? And absolutely. just be like, yeah. like shouting, like run, okay, like so get you, back. And leaves burst everywhere and you're on your feet and you shout out in Sylvan, um, run. Yeah, it's coming. And she just looks up at you with concern. She looks back to the storm and the edge takes everything in front of you. Everything turns into, bra into black. And as you pause for a moment, startled by it moving so suddenly, out of the storm, a giant red lightning bolt arcs out at you and strikes where you're standing. And there's this huge, this, this cascading uh, red darkness and you just, nothing. <clears throat> um, Craig and Greta. Uh -huh. Um, you guys are walking down the street. Um, there's ships all to uh, your left, bustling, busy fair. Um, uh, we'll say you've been walking for, now that you're not running, <laughs> um, it takes a bit longer to get there. And you guys have been walking for maybe 10 or 15 minutes. And you can see that like there's dock 394. You'll be there in the next, you know, five or so minutes. Um, can we skip the time? You can. Yeah, I was. Well, I, uh, the end of that sentence was going to be. There's no problem. The end of the sentence was going to be. Do you talk or do anything on the way? But you yeah. can say no. Okay. You continue on. Um, eventually, uh, you all see the. Uh, you know, you change neighborhoods a bit, and you get to that sort of dilapidated bridge, mm -hmm. and off to the side. Before you even see the little culvert that leads down to where the poor bet is maybe illegally parked under the bridge, <laughs> um, you recognize from a distance um, uh, Bill Free. And he has, um, he, uh, he's actually just sort of like leaning up against the side of the bridge and he has a hat on now, a rather large brimmed hat that he has sort of pulled under his eyes or over his eyes. And there's the sword at his side. He's just sort of waiting around, uh, looking about, he sees you all off from a distance. Does the like sup dude nod to you, Craig. <laughs> um, and you guys can get closer. He's just okay. waiting there. Is, uh, Shpugubur's here, right? Oh yeah. He's okay. down on the boat. Okay, we, we need to talk to him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I, I go down to... Okay, so you guys like walk down the small lip edge. Um, you pass by Pluff and she's um, she's like lacing a cord of rope. Uh, and she like just nods to you all. You move by her. They're, they're both very tall athletic forms. You move by. Um, there is a, a rope bridge or like like a little rope ladder on the side of the boat now. So um, something. Oh, yes. <laughs> so you guys can climb up it. It's very uncomfortable, but you can get up and... Um, uh, there are crates all over the top deck. Nothing to secure them, because this boat is weird. So you assume that they're going under deck at some point, below deck, but the vessel is there. And um, uh, the hatch is open, so you guys can walk up. Um, the tarp is gone. 
the bounce landing tarp. And now there is a full wooden ladder that has been affixed from the roof to the floor. Um, and you guys can like sort of climb down it easy enough. And as you turn around into the hold, um, Spigoober is, uh, he's like sat up against a crate and he has like a little parchment ledger uh, in his hands. And he's like writing away with a quill and Nom is in the back tying knots and affixing things on the edge of the uh, rope fence. And he sort of looks up. My painters! Hello! I gave him a look of concern. His face grows slightly concerned when I go slightly the wrong direction. <laughs> what is it, Craig? We can't find Boz. He disappeared oh, this morning. Hey, Craig. Can I grab Craig and whisper in Craig's ear? I mean, yeah, you can do whatever you want. Craig, are, are we telling Chippa Goober about old? Gotcha. No. So you guys have this whisper in the middle of, like, speaking, but um, uh, Spigoober sets down whatever he's writing in in the quill and goes, uh, You cannot find Bows. No, we woke up this uh, this morning and he was just gone. Um, I have a feeling, because Boz is really good at communicating. Like, he leaves notes and maybe even some little doodles on it, you know, of like, yeah. Hey, love you, and, you know, little bees <laughs> and stuff. But he didn't That's do that. That's just canon. Gotcha. That, I, I can uh, second that that does happen. Um... <laughs> <laughs> um but he didn't do that this time. He was just gone, and I'm, I'm worried. And he's bees. He's not in the room, and his bees are there. Mm -hmm. and no, Matthew's concerned, though. Bees. It's okay. We, we need to leave them because <sighs> we don't want to lose them. And Did you lock them the room? Everywhere. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Hmm. Matthew's concerning. Do you know of anyone? We think he might. Do you know of anyone that like might help us look for the, him? I, I mean... The most skilled trackers in the city will be uh, members of La Palme Alvaire, but I understand why you all don't want to go to them at the moment, seeing as how you owe them a favor and your yeah. last interaction was less than positive. If we were to not, like, what if we wanted, like, we don't really want, uh, we don't, can we trust La Palme Alvaire or, like, the, the people in the, in the silver armor? I mean, everything that I understand about them indicates that if you don't have the extremely specific and unfortunate interaction that you had, it could be completely pleasant. Um, and the Silver Scale soldiers are, in general, the enforcement of the city. But I also understand that cultures have many shades of gray in their morality, especially in the judiciary system. If we told the Silver Scale people... Uh, that your friend was missing? Yeah, would they tell La Palma there? I mean, I imagine those divisions are very far apart. They'd probably just post wanted notices. I just don't I know. don't think you'd get very expedient action from them. Okay. Uh, they're a very large organization, and right now they're preparing for a war. Okay. Who do you think would be the best idea to... I mean, if you're trying to avoid conflict... I don't know. Do you know anyone who's skilled at tracking individuals down? Yeah, but she's kind of sketchy. And everyone tells us it's yeah. Madame Miscor, but I don't think... Oh, no, I feel like we should never... <laughs> no, that's a terrible <laughs> never, idea. Um, never, never. Never again. Um, didn't you all say that you met some, like, trackers or something? We did. Some did bounty hunters? Wait. We did. Uh-oh, we did. What? It's from the Brass Company, right? No, we have conflict. We do. No, we can't. I don't know, Dan. I mean, we need to find Bows, but we need to. I don't know how. Oh my gosh. Do you know of anyone magical in the city? Do you know where, like, is there like he, a like, magic? He taps his little finger on his lip and he thinks. I mean, probably on Magic Lane. 
That's where most of the magical people would be, I imagine. But you have to understand, most of the people I know in the city are involved with shipping. Gee. I'm very sorry. But I'm sure we'll find Bows. He's very resilient. Yeah. 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 We should ask Nam. No, Nam wouldn't know anything. Nam's well, like 20 feet back. She's like, like she's checking a knot. She just flashes her eyes up at you angrily and goes back to whatever she's tying. Can I go talk to Nam? I'm sure. Like, okay, so I'm gonna... You're I'm striding gonna, between the two yeah. in the back of the boat. You walk up to her. She's like tying something. Hey, Nam. What do you want? Are you good at tracking people? <sighs> Maybe. Do you wanna... We were missing Boz. Hmm. She like sort of rolls her eyes a little bit. Spagoober has his head around a box and he's just going, like pouting his lip and giving like the biggest eyes he can. Like, you should help us now, <laughs> And Nam's just sort of like, why would I help you all? She ties another knot. Persuasion. You should, you should do something. You can't force no. persuasion, but you can try and interact with her. <laughs> you should try what? Like, She's talking to me right now. Nam, I could give you some bread or I could... Who do you all think I am? I'm like not... an idiot or... No, I have pay you. Pretty great. I have. Oh, I have. I know when you're being manipulative because I've heard the other things you say about me, Craig. <laughs> Craig. You know, for the record, I was there the first couple days that you all just called me it. I'm sorry, Nom. Yeah, it sucked. What do you want from me? I guess we can't force you, but if if you we would, I'm asking you with a please. To help us look for Oh, wow. Boss. That's the thing. That's the first time you tried not to coerce me. <sighs> would you want, like, payment of some sort? Would you... Because, I mean, it is a job. I was serious in paying you in bread. I mean, for me, that's a great that's deal. I don't know if... I don't know if... But I know it's... Maybe just mistranslation. Because for me, I would, I would do that. I would do a job for bread. <sighs> but I understand if you wouldn't. So we can actually pay you actual money. Make your persuasion check. There's my dice. Dice. Your custom dice. <laughs> What'd you get? I don't know what's wrong with this. An eight. Uh, no, you just. <laughs> the streak has to break. This happens. Um, no, it doesn't. It does, but that's okay. Um, so an eight total with the yeah. modifier? Your persuasion modifier is huge, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. It was a two. Oh, you have a plus six? Holy crap. Um, How? Uh, she sort of folds her arm. Oh. Fine, I'll do it, but I want to get paid. Okay, what do you want to get paid? What is reasonable for you? Well, I really want to take advantage of you, but I guess I'll go with five golds, because we've got to be on a boat together for a while. Is How about... Can I do insight on if she's actually taking sure. advantage yeah. of us? Roll insight check. What are you saying, Greta? How about two gold now, three gold if we find him? Persuasion check. 18. No, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Mm. That would be a 19. I am now Greta. You get 19, the, governor. You get the feeling that she is mostly not taking advantage of you, but there's like an extra gold in there. But I mean, you know, it's close enough. I'm going to try a different... I'm gonna... I feel so badly because these are the brand new dice I got you. No, I feel bad too. They're so cool. I feel bad because I'm never going to use them again. <laughs> I, hope she, I hope she does. They're gorgeous. They're very beautiful. I was an 11. So, so 17. I think it's just you, bro. <laughs> um, uh, but um, she goes, fine. Two now, three later. Okay. Sick. Okay. When's the last place you saw him? In our room. We 
I fell asleep pretty early and he just, when, when I woke up, he wasn't there and all of his stuff is there. And I'm pretty sure when we woke up, our door was still locked and the key was still in the room. Wow, that's really complicated. Um, Spigoober, you care if I go help? And Spigoober goes, no, what could be more important than finding Bows? She just, all right, let's go back to wherever it happened. She just starts walking with you. How long have you been on this boat without being able to leave? Me? Yeah. I don't know, like, well, I can leave whenever I want. Oh, okay. I just have thousands of dollars worth of pearls invested in this now. <laughs> I thought it was the venture to get away from you all, and now you're here. Because life is cruel. But, let's Would go. you have been friends with us if we were nice from the beginning? She just walks past us. <laughs> um, she climbs up the ladder. I mean, you guys can trail after if you want. Yeah. Yeah. I okay. guess. I mean, I think, like, she owes her life to us, so <laughs> it kind of balances out. I don't want to, like, hold that over her head, though. Oh, no, of course not. But <laughs> You guys are walking through the streets. As you're walking, she sort of, uh, she looks really upset that she's with you guys, but she sort of turns to one of you. So that's all you know? He was just gone the next morning? You guys are kind of an adorable group as you're walking because you're shorter than almost everyone you're walking by. Um, like, Craig's the big guy. Um, and also, so just, just as a reference, Craig, you're not tall. You are big. Mm -hmm. um, you've got broad shoulders. And while you have some fat on you, you've also got a lot of muscle. Um, that is slowly starting to dissipate a bit now. Um, your, your waistline has trimmed in like an inch since you started with this group. Just because you were doing so little activity for a while and so much more now. Um, uh, but uh, so <laughs> yeah. like, you're sort of doing a thing where like you're walking in front so people will break off oh. past you guys and then uh, Craig and Nam are behind and she just goes um, so he just wasn't there in the morning mm -mm. yeah that's really weird huh he took a bath what what how that's did good. you no I was awake and then I he was in the bath and I took a and I fell asleep and then that's the last time I remember how do you guys know he didn't just Did leave? He? Didn't just go off. He would have left his bees. No, he would have kept his bees. Yeah, he would have kept them. his bees, and he he. Or he left the bees behind. Yeah, yeah, it's really weird. It's the thing he was gonna kill me over. Yeah. Wait. I well, told... we were on the boat, and like Greta had to ask him not to mess me up when you guys found me with the bees, and yada yada yada. You touched oh, the bees. Oh yeah. Yeah, he yeah, stole all your stuff. Remember? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, um, yeah, the bees yeah. are very important. Very. Um, we do have your word that like you're not gonna um, like met like steal move anything? things around, you know, like where we can't <laughs> find them or steal. <laughs> she just smiles at you a little bit and then keeps walking. Okay. Uh, um, <clears throat> you guys continue for some time. Eventually, you get back to the warm hearth. Um, uh, one of the two of you make a perception check. Don't do that. Can I help? I, yeah. Yeah. Okay, sure. How's a four? Well, she's she's giving you assistance, so you can roll twice. So, for the record, oh, right. uh, I'm advantage, not supposed yeah. to roll. I forgot. Here we go. I'm back. You just need a friend to help. Perception? Yeah. I just like rolling the dice. I do this like every single do. week. That would be a 23. Okay, wow. Um, yeah, there's one horse now. What? You we had two. Bought... We had two. You bought three. Three. 
There's Main one. Three. Hey. Is Mom, it the spirit horse? Is it the spirit horse? Mom just looks at you and goes, "You want to make one more comment about me stealing from you?" No, 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 no. Hey, let's see if the rope is still <laughs> Mom, there. Can you talk track our horses, please? I stole from you, and it's your fault. It's <laughs> <laughs> really bad. Yeah, no? sure. Uh, do you want me to look at the horses or Boz? Okay, so um, actually, Boz. I think that Boz has to do with the horses because if the horses are gone, that might be, have to do with Boz. But why you know? would you take two horses? That's maybe he. Do you want me tracking the horses or not? I say Boz. I say horses because I think I say horses. Okay, can we do an investigation on like the area of like yeah where the horses were? <laughs> so you're looking for details of there of someone doing mm -hmm. them? Make an like, investigation yeah. card. You all want me helping with the horses or with Boz? I the horses. That. All right. Oh, oh, oh. Hold on. Uh, roll an advantage because now Nam's going to help you. I got a 19. Never try mind. Try it again. Wait. Yeah, try it again. Always. Always. Try it again. Always Get in, in case it's 20. a 20. I got try. an 18. <laughs> well, roll try it again. again. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> We're going to help that you, Michael. Cocked. Try it again. <laughs> that was also very cocked. I'm going to two. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, we'll go with the, we'll the Um You look around. Uh, yeah, there's two lengths of rope. Someone just walked up, helped themselves to a couple horses, just cut them loose. Is this a thing that's normal? Like, are you not supposed to leave your horses out? Um, Nam looks around. No, I imagine that's why people don't use these posts a lot, because it's just a very public street. So them stealing the horses is not normal. Well, I mean... I think people tying their horses up out here probably isn't normal. Were there any horses tied up here the whole time you guys have been here? Mm -hmm. I don't pay attention to things. Can I do a history check on, like, like you know, remembering? Uh, no, you didn't remember there weren't. <laughs> no? Okay. Well. I mean, you guys have a stable that you could rent? That's what most people do. I think. You know, that's a really great point. Um, <laughs> We should have thought of that. <laughs> let's, just, let's just see if we can find them now. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, um, and she starts looking around at the ground. I mean, those look like tracks. And she starts pointing to like a little mud trail on one of their hooves. Let's go. And she starts leading through you all through the city. Um, Do you think this is a waste of time, Craig? No. Okay. Pause. Spending time with you is never a waste of time. You didn't, Craig. You're so sweet. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, Boz. You have been struck by a deep crimson red lightning. Everything flashed to white. And now um, you just see uh, black. You see nothing. You feel almost nothing. But you're conscious and you're aware. And you just hear in your ear. Where are you, Buzz? Who are you? I don't know. And then all of a sudden, you can feel something against your hand. You, you can feel your body, you can feel your arms, you move your arm. You feel like you're in fluid. And then all of a sudden, you kind of feel like you're swimming. So you instinctively start pulsing your arms and your legs. You push upward, and your head breaks out of not water. You look around, and you see a lake of shadows. Endless, writhing darkness rolling over itself. You can only distinguish this darkness because there's some source of light. And up ahead of you... There is a small inlet of stone um, and some sort of a brighter object upon it and just endless darkness around. And you just hear the voice again. Who are you, Boz? I just start swimming towards a stone. Okay, make an athletics check. 
19. Okay. Um, as you do it, I want you to make a wisdom check as well. Just straight wisdom? Uh, that is an 8. Okay. So you're, you're swimming through the tides of shadow, and it's, it's an unnerving experience because as an arm plunges in, there's very little reaction from the fluid you're in because it's not water, it's whatever this is, but you're swimming forward, and every, every single time an arm goes into a wave of darkness, you hear, Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? And you reach the edge of a stone shoreline. Um, it's this sharp, harsh, harsh shale. And you get your form onto it. And as you, cut, as, as you pull yourself up, you almost cut your arm a little bit. It's very sharp and rigid. And as you climb up, um, you can see on the shore, um, there is a bee. Um, it's one of yours. Um, it looks like a gigantic bumblebee, um, except uh, the lights are gently flowing across it in wave, undulating waves like a neon sign. Um, except it's roughly the size of a bear. Um, it's maybe six feet tall at the shoulder, maybe 10 feet long. It's just standing on the shoreline. It's huge, um, uh, reflective, opalescent, uh, like mandibles just sort of gently clacking together. It's huge wings just sort of <laughs> buzzing and the, the color is pulsing back across it in waves. And you are, in, it's like you're in a cave of darkness with a lake of shadows behind you. There's this one stone rise and then just this giant bee on it. I want to cast Speak with Animals. Okay. So, mark off uh, a spell slot for Speak with Animals. Uh, it's actually a class feature. I can do it once per rest. That's right. Isn't it? It's, it's a half-dryad thing, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, okay. So, from your innate ability, you reach within yourself, and uh, um, you feel the wave of understanding uh, wash through you. So, where are we? Where, what's going on? The bee, sort of a giant leg <laughs> on the stone, and another... And walks a bit closer. Who are you, boss? Who are you? Who are you? Who are you, boss? Who are you? Who are you, boss? And the colors start undulating faster. Usually it's this very soft wave of color transition. Now it's really in waves buzzing across it. It's getting almost kind of unpleasant to look at. And it starts walking closer to you. Who are you, Boz? You can see in the detail you've never seen when they're small. They have, they have claws on the end of their feet. And as it sort of scrapes against the stone, it gets closer. And the, the mandibles move a little bit every time it talks. Who are you, Boz? It's maybe about four feet away now. It's, it's like getting shore. closer. Can I yeah. make an insight check to see if it's like aggressive or... Sure. This is just the time where I'm not going to roll well. Uh, that's nine. You don't know what's going on. Who are you, Boz? Who do I need to be? Who are you, Boz? And the eyes crack. <laughs> like fracturing gla like glass. Like tiny hairline fractures of spider web cracking across its eyes. And as they break, it's like the outer um, uh, keratinous shell falls apart and below it. There are many, many, like they already have compound eyes. Now it's like many different compound eyes sitting on top of each other. Now like it suddenly has 10 eyes on each side of the many th thousands of smaller eyes. And out of its back, like you hear the, sh the carapace like sort of <laughs> fracture on the back and two more wings <laughs> break out of the back. This set larger. And now they just start going <laughs> and it just says in many voices, Who are you, Buzz? 
Who are you, Buzz? Who are you? And it moves. Now it's about two feet in front of you. It's huge. Is right behind me the water? Mm-hmm. So... Um, I don't know. What do I do? I mean, I don't think I move anywhere. Are you asking me as a player or as the character? No, I'm thinking out loud. Ah. Um, I don't think I move anywhere. I don't think I go back into the water. Um, but I don't really have anything I can do. It takes another step. About a foot away now. It's huge body. Streams of streaking color coming off of it. Does it look like abnormal, like something's wrong with uh, it? Yeah, extremely. Like, it has like 12 it... eyes on each side and four wings. Okay. And it's uh, like maybe two tons. Um, Let me look at my spells real quick. Another step. It's right up in front of you now. Um, its mandibles are at about the height of your head, and its head is about this big around. And uh, another step, and it'll push you into the shadows. Um, and there's just the buzzing is just oppressive. It's just is, <laughs> is there like enough room on the stone to like move around it or like go? There was. Oh, I didn't. Re oh, I didn't realize that. Um, Who are you, Buzz? Um, I feel like I get into the water and I swim around a little bit and I get on the okay. other side. So you um you like sort of move backward. You step off into the shadows. <laughs> You're gone. Okay, like falling through shadow. Um. The three of you all are walking through the streets. Nom, like, sort of ahead of you guys. She's, like, looking for tracks here and there. Um, and after a little bit, she sort of stops and goes, All righty, I'm, I'm out of tracks. I'm not seeing anymore. Oh, man. Hey, you. And, like, a, 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 a portly man is walking by. Um, he looks like, a, like he's a, a, a dwarf, very badly balding, terrible beard. Um, he has on, uh, Imagine. like these, uh, these, <laughs> these, um, these, uh, these cloaks that were probably white at one point, but they've been very heavily stained with sweat and dirt. Um, and the front of his smock is covered in blood. He looks like he's probably a, like a butcher. Okay. Um, Hello. she walks in and she goes, Hey, yo, looks over. Hmm. You seen a horse? Two horses. He points. Yeah. Thanks. She keeps walking down the street. Um, and you guys are still falling behind her. Nami, you are so She's good with people. so good with people. Yeah, thank you. Um, Do you have any tips for us? Yeah, how are you so talk sociable? Talk to people normally. Don't invade their personal privacy. She looks at you, Greta. Don't ask them intrusive questions. She keeps looking at you. Uh, don't try and touch them. <laughs> and don't insult people when you first meet them. She looks to you, Greg. You can just ask people questions. Mom, did anything happen in your childhood that made you so bitter? <laughs> She stops in her tracks and she turns around and she looks at you, Greta. <laughs> what about you? Greta's not laughing. What about your life? My life? What about Because mine was awful. Man. What happens? What happens to make you guys like this? My to make you all look at me. the whole world. Oh man, that sucks. Tough stuff. She gestures around the street. I wonder if maybe everyone else here has something that was painful in their life, too. You know, I don't know what sort of a complex you guys have, but you guys are really convinced that you're the only people in the world who matter. That for some reason, you're the protagonists of your own story. And that for some reason, that gives you a license to treat everyone else like crap. First of all, do you all know what I am? She gestures at her face. I'm a goblin. 
Do you have any idea how much it sucks to be a goblin every single day of your life? <sighs> you guys have asked me 12 times, and I didn't want to tell you, and I wouldn't tell you, because you're not worth my time. But it is only because we are about to be stuck on a boat together for a very long time. So I guess let's get this out of the way, right? You guys are the worst. It. It is what you called me for the first two days we were together. And that wouldn't be so bad, but it is what people have called me for the last four years. Sneaky. That's the word I heard you all use. Sneaky. Oh no, a mean word. That must be rough. You. You said you spent time in Hashas. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm from Wazgo. You know that nation. It's, it's, it's a, a kingdom of orcs and uh, to the south. She okay. goes, I'm from, the, I'm from the tribes there. You know the hobgoblins, and you know that they're... they're um, in Wasgo, there's a neighboring faction of hobgoblins who sort of wage war on the peoples around them. They're expanding at the moment. She says, they had an attack on my people, my family. I assume they're all dead now. I don't know. It was horrible. I fled, got as far as I could to the coast. Worked for enough money to catch a ride. My whole life was there. 17 years. My dad was cool. Kind of rough, but funny. My mom was nice. We were a goblin tribe who didn't murder everyone all the time. Tried to make an honest living. They worked in patchwork cloths. She baked. Baked. Why don't you make one more comment about bread? You self-righteous prick. My mom baked. That's what I learned how to do. Got on a boat, went north to Zedge. Everyone there hated me. Sure, I was a villain. I didn't even know I was a freak or a monster until I left my people, and then I found out how much the world hated me. Tried to make my life over. Why don't I apply myself, Greta? Hmm? I should just apply myself. If only I tried, then life would have something for me. Couldn't make it in Zedge, went to Zhazgi. I met the first decent person, apparently one exists in the world, this nice lady. She took me in, learned that I knew how to make bread. I was a part of her bakery. Those were good times. I mean, still lost everything, but I had a job and a friend. I did that for two years, helped her bake bread. Then her business was expanding, so she wanted to go offer her, her services in another town, maybe open another location, maybe put me in charge of it. That's what she told me. That's what she meant. She's a good person. Not like you all. Not well-intended. Unselfish. When we went there, we had very good sales the first day, so I thought I would walk around on the streets afterward. Turned down the wrong street, guard bumped into me. Seized me immediately. I asked him what was happening. He said he'd gotten a tip to a robbery. I didn't steal anything. But then again, I'm a goblin. We were all sneaky. They threw me in a cell, and I was informed that there'd been a robbery that day, and a local citizen had tipped off a guard that someone matching the description of the person who committed the crime was seen. I was thrown in a trial, and, you know, uh, I think it would have gone pretty well, because I had an associate in the city who could have corroborated everything, except the word of a goblin wasn't terribly permissible in their court. It was enough for them. They were going to throw me in prison for four years. So I did what I did. I survived. And they were going to transfer me in a court. I pulled a knife off of one of the guards, jabbed him in the leg. Ran from that town, too. Got on a boat, 
went to Home Cove. That's when it finally dawned on me. No one was going to be good to me. Or maybe someone was. Maybe there was going to be one nice person. Not people like you, but somebody. But the rest of the world wasn't. I realized that if the whole world wanted me to be a thieving monster, maybe that's what I needed to be. Because I don't care what you think. I don't care what you want. I'm going to live. So I thieved. And you know what, Craig? Greta? Maybe that is what goblins are good for. Because I am good at it. I made it two years like that. Not a good idea to thieve in Hong Cove. Brass companies up there. You'll push in on their territory. I realized nobody was stealing from the hulls of ships. I did that successfully for a year and a half. Until three kind people found me. But you saved my life, so... You must be good guys, right? Not like you were prejudiced against me after that. Not like you held it over my head. Not like you tried to manipulate me at every turn. So I was going to rebuild my life a third time. You know? Three's the lucky charm, right? But then I couldn't get away from you all. But here's the thing, you two. I'm not throwing a pity party. I'm not crying over it. I'm moving on. Because Spagoober might be a freak. But he's nice. Mm. So I'm going to sail with him. And hopefully you guys get lost. And then when he or someone else turns on me, I'll leave again. I don't know. Maybe if I go far enough in this world, I'll find one place where everyone's just content to not screw everyone over all the time. But you guys are going to come and you guys are going to go. So my only request is just quit being such royal jerks. Because I have spent the biggest score of the last few years to be on this boat. But I will stab you in the face just to go somewhere else. That's what happened in my childhood, Greta. What can I do to make it up? What can I do to make our rudeness and meanness up to you? Is there anything? Move on. Because I don't care. Your friend's this way. She turns down the street and she continues walking. Uh, the three of you all continue down the street. Um, Boz, or, uh, uh, Nom is not making eye contact with either. She's got a good pace. I was going to to make eye contact with someone. She's not even talking to you guys. She just stops every so often and asks somebody. Like People keep giving her directions. I got scolded. We did. We did get scolded. Scolded. Um, and uh, eventually, as you all get around a corner, um, uh, she sort of stops you all for a second. She puts a hand up. She turns around. She like gets kind of close to you guys. She leans into you a bit, Greta, and she says, she like turns around and she she rubs her cheek under her nose and she uses it to point with a finger and she says, "See that fellow over there by the building?" And you look past her and you can see. Um, really big, gnarly, hairy-looking dude. Um, he's got, like, big crossed arms. He's a human man. Um, she says, uh, see that tattoo or the brand on his right wrist? You sort of peer over, and there's, um, an image of a knife, um, and then, uh, a ladle on top of it. She says, he's a part of a smaller thieving guild in the city. Um, 
They barely survive under La Palma Verde because they root them out mercilessly, but the thieving guild is small, so they mainly just try to stay out of their hair. Uh, but that guy probably sold off your horses. Because if they even came by this area, they probably got moved down an alley. Probably sold immediately. That's my guess. What do we do with that information? Because we can't just go up to him and talk to him, you know? If you want to fight, you can. You could try to report him to La Palma Vey. Um, but he's probably not going to be here in five minutes. And I'm going to be honest with you, your horses are probably already sold. So basically, we can't get them back. This sucks. Hmm. Okay. Well. Should we, we, should we ask him? No. No, we, we should not go up to him and confront him. That would just lead to fighting, and we wouldn't even have an upper hand in that. That's true. What if we came at it from at the angle like, hey, we get that you're doing what you're doing. Can you at least tell us who no, you sold him to? No, he's not going to go for that. No? Because no, then that would come back on him for telling we can't do anything about it. You two go stand up against that wall over against that building. Just look out at the ocean. Look inconspicuous. Okay. Okay. Okay, you guys go over there. I walk. trust you. Um, she walks behind a couple of people and just disappears. She's just gone. Don't know how she was ever there. Um, you guys stand there for 45 seconds. And there's kind of a thought in your head at one point, like, oh, crap, Nam just left. Or Nam. And then after a little bit, she sort of emerges just from behind somebody's legs. And you're just like, okay. She's suddenly there and she goes, he's alone. How good are you with that hammer? Pretty good. Yeah? Mm-hmm. You, you're creepy. Yeah. I've seen some of your magic. Yeah. I'm angry. Let's do something about it. Okay, no. Right, we're about to beat him up. We're not friends. Hey, what she if we... She turns around. If we... Well, we're, I mean, if we take him down and, like, have a little thingy... We're just going to intimidate him. Okay, gotcha. Because he's a big man. I bet he's not used to little people giving him a run for his money. I like that. I like that. Here's what's going to happen. I'm going to take the gold pouch at his belt, but he's going to notice. I'm going to turn down the hallway, the uh, alleyway. When he turns down the alleyway, you guys go after him. Let him get 30 feet in. He'll miss me behind a trash bin. When he thinks he's got me, you all do your thing. Okay. She nods. <laughs> she turns around. Um, you guys can watch her now. She's walking pretty clearly. All of a sudden, she does this thing where um, she... Like, as one taller person is crossing this way, you can see now how she works her, her deal. She watches until someone else is crossing at the same time, and instead of going and getting behind them, continuing the same direction, she just switches directions altogether and follows that person. She does that two or three more times really quickly behind people, and she keeps going the direction people aren't looking, so that, like, she's snaking really quickly, and you guys are like, oh, wait, where is she? And then all of a sudden, she's next to the dude, and you can see her. He has not... He's just still looking out at the water. It looks like he's looking for something or someone. And you can see that he is completely failed to recognize her and she reaches up looks at his gold pouch rolls her eyes a little bit pokes it pulls it off um and then she just starts scurrying down the hallway and immediately turns around and he goes i get up and he like like turns down the hallway down the alley and like disappears down it. here we fall through the plan yeah okay so you two continue after um sure enough about 15 seconds later you guys have rounded the corner you're like 20 feet behind him but he's like he's like sort of jogging down the hallway he's like running around he stops He's got this big, wiry, messed up beard, um, this like afro of curly hair that's very badly kept. Um, he's got like a, a dark olive skin, uh, a cut on a cheek, not a big dramatic scar, just a little one. Um, uh, a a kind of tight nose for a guy of his size. He's got big, broad shoulders. He's out of shape. Um, his big, hairy forearms. He's like marching around in his big boots, splashing in a puddle. He goes, 
Where's she go? He looks up in the hallway and you two are just in it. And you guys are like maybe 50 feet down an alleyway. The street's that way. It's pretty dark around. So he sees us? Yeah. I'm going to cast okay. Entangle. Okay. <laughs> um, well, I'll tell you what. Why don't you guys roll for initiative? Oh, boy. You can cast Entangle too? Yeah. Wow, spell buddies. Yeah. Actually, I'll tell you what. Don't roll for initiative. Let's see if he saves on Entangle. <laughs> What's your spell save DC? I got a 20. My spell save. Excuse okay, well, we'll me. definitely use that if we do initiative. My spell save DC. Oh, yeah. It's going to be on your spellcasting page. It should be the second page. It should be at the top. 15. 15, okay. It's a strength saving throw, correct? And I don't know. That's what I'm looking up. You want to help us look up in case you get there faster? I'm sorry. It's like a no, Bible okay. drill from... Oh, uh, <laughs> Bible drill, but the player's handbook. You know what's so funny? I don't get that reference. That's just I can't a blasphemy. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Strength saving throw. Yeah, yeah, well, it's me, so I rolled a three. Uh, so uh, Greta, you like he go? He like sort of mutters under his breath, who, like just looking really confused. Um, you reach up and you grab your symbol that you have. Um, <laughs> um, Um, and as you grab it around your neck uh they're like all like it sort of lights up this deep purple uh i'm sorry deep green and all this black shadow sort of creeps across your chest and he like sort of takes a step back really nervous and all these vines just sort of out of the ground and rip up and like and and uh wrap around him and he goes what's going on who are you this is your moment oh um. <laughs> I found it. it's a string saving throw, by the way. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> no, no problem. Um, I'm gonna say, dude, how hard is it to, like, what the heck? You stole the oh. wrong horses, my guy. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, you know exactly yeah, you what we're talking about. Who did you sell them to? That's all we need to know. Um, Nom, like, emerges from behind a trash can. She picks up the gold bag, tosses it to you, Craig. I grab it you, perfectly. Yeah, you catch it out of the air. <laughs> no um, check. Just, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, this is your moment. I'm not going to take it from you. You catch the gold bag. Uh, yeah. You don't make that noise though, right? Okay. And uh, she walks up behind the dude and she just pulls out her little knife and she leans down next to his ankle and he can see her there. She just sort of gets in between a couple of the vines and she puts it right up on the back of his ankle and she goes, I wonder how well you'll do without an attendant back there. Um, he sort of That's looks a little concerned. Um, you've wrapped him up in vines. She has a knife on his angle. Craig, are you doing anything to be intimidating? I, I raise my hammer, and I'm not enraged. I'm not enraged, but I mimic like the face that I make. Okay, yeah. So you get a really angry face. I mean, we make fun of you a lot. You're a really big dude. You're short, but yeah. you're big, and you pull out that weird hammer with the the circular head at the end, and you and in your hands, it's heavy. Dude gets a sort of nervous look on his face. Why doesn't one of you make an intimidation check at? Definitely advantage because can I, can I make it, yeah. Mikey boy? Because everybody is assisting you, so why don't you? Yeah, did you call me? Mikey can I do something boy? intimidating? I did. Is that not no, that's fine. Okay, I you growl in the shadows. <laughs> <laughs> What's your intimidation? There's a sound of going. What's your intimidation? Huh? What's your intimidation? Uh, wait a minute. Yeah, he has a charisma of eleven. Gotcha. I will make that check. That was my dice. Does it? No, you have to roll with your dice, but don't pull that in the future. <laughs> Okay, that was an 18. Uh, advantage. Sick. You might roll higher. Fine up. That was sick. So, 22. Those low rolls were short-lived. They were. Um, they should need uh, to be broken in. He sort of, yeah, he sort of looks around and goes, uh, 
Har du ordentligt nogen problem? Ja. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Um, look, it goes high up the chain. We just take all we get. Uh, it's been a long time since I've mm-hmm. saw someone dumb enough to... Die. Not dumb. Just... Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not often that someone ties up a horse at the front of a building. We're new so, here. We don't normally stay here. Where would... Look, man, I'm so sorry. I, look, they get sold at the open market down on the eastern main street of the city, okay? Um... Usually sold to the stables, and then the stables sell them off again. Do you have a family? No. No? Okay. Mm. You can do better for yourself. Uh, yeah, man, yeah. Just let me go. So how much would it take, like, what we need, what, what I need you to do is I need you to go and get our horses back. <laughs> Look, I understand what a pickle I mean. And uh, Nam just starts cutting on the back of his boot. <laughs> No, she hasn't gotten to his ankle anywhere yet, but she, and he goes, hey, 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 I really can't do that. I can't, okay? They've been sold. They're gone. Do you know who, you know the person that you no, sold them to? I'm just a middleman. Really? So serious. You've already got my gold. You've got everything. Not our horses. I'm so sorry. Tiny, scary people. I'm so afraid. Can I do an insight to see on if he's yeah, just Yeah, absolutely. Make an insight. Tiny, scary people. That was a nat one. Hold on. Really? Because I rolled a nat 20. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, for real. Oh my um, gosh. I mean, this guy seems like he's telling the truth. Yeah, I'm fully convinced he looks terrifying. Crunch. Um, <laughs> the air machinations Take one point of an enigma. Um, <laughs> I look over at Crota. Craig. <laughs> I'm looking at Craig. Yes, Craig. I'm missing all Craig. fun. Okay. Yeah. Do you think this is worth our time? I smashed it to boss. You're bleeding for your face. <laughs> not, 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 not like that. I'm having like, I, I'm going to edit this out. Never mind. I'll keep going. <laughs> Please don't now. <laughs> okay, what are you going to do? I mean, mm-hmm. what? It's at a market? You said you brought it to a market, right? I mean, on the eastern side of town, they sell all the animals there. We take them there. Gosh. I mean, you guys remember that's where you bought your horses. We were literally just there last night. Oh my gosh. Oh, How much gold is in that pouch? Um, uh, and he pauses and Nam just from around his ankle, she sticks her, her head out and he, she goes, I felt like maybe 10, 15. That sounds like enough to buy two horses, doesn't it? He goes, yeah, you could buy more than two horses. Okay. You could probably buy we'll four horses. We'll just buy horses. Right, we're square. We're square. No, actually we're cubed, but thanks for the opinion. Yeah. Um, um, Nam just leans her head from around the side of his boot and goes, "What?" <laughs> no, I feel you, Craig. She just she just gestures to you and she goes, "It's an <laughs> And she leans back to his boot, and then she starts going, "What do we do?" And he goes, "Make it stop cutting. Make it stop cutting." Hey, no, 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 no. Okay, okay. She goes, okay. "Fine." She pulls out her knife, resheathes it. She walks over back to where you all are. <sighs> Okay. Well, obviously you can't go to the officials with this because then you'll be caught. So. <laughs> How about you let me go? You've already robbed me. Should we? I, I, I do feel bad for robbing him. No. He literally robbed us. As you guys are saying that, good. he looks he's at Greta and goes, thing. yeah. And then he looks at you and goes, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> and he's funny. That's really funny. You want to. Okay. You can't keep him. How we about, have to let him go. How about you all take my money and I never see you again. Yeah. Sounds good. Does that sound good? Yeah. All right. No, I'm no, just leans over you, Greta. You sure you don't mean to stab him? No. No. 
She goes out to Tammy. So you can get your magical for me? Please don't suck up my blood. I won't suck. I that would be I so don't know how gross. magic works. You don't? That's so interesting. Could you let me go? Yeah, okay. <laughs> do you, re do you uh, release your spell? Can you just like let it trip him? Can I do it in a way that like it, it's not stopping him anymore. Like he can move freely, but it's still like clinging. Like he can't. Yeah, sure. If you want he to... can't get the vibe. I mean, off like of technically him. speaking, no. But like for flavor, yeah, sure. You can release the spell, but it goes slowly. Or yeah, like it, like it's it can't, like it's not. Or even like it lets him go, but it keeps like grabbing. Yeah, him, kind of freaking him out. Like it won't fall off his clothes. It yeah, just okay. won't. So um, so like you release the spell, and all, okay, all the vines die, but then they're still yeah. around him, and he goes, mm -hmm. um, no, you have to and one of them breaks out. a little bit. Fair enough. And he just starts pulling Fair it off. And uh, he's going to be working on that for a bit. And All right. Um, I like usher like to no, Yeah. That's the right she, word. Well, she just starts walking down the hallway. Okay, I'm like. Right, you keep alleyway. saying hallway. I know. I got confused. She starts walking down the alleyway. Um, I say we book it. Yeah, she walks yeah. calmly. Um, as you guys start walking. I mean, you can walk quickly if you'd like, Craig. I'm going to walk quickly because um, I want to. Okay, Craig walks really quickly by. Situation. She just turns to you, Greta, and she goes. All right, well. Came out on top on that one. Back to the room for Baz, or? Yeah. Mm, no, we gotta get the horses, right? We, oh, I feel like we should. Get them later. I mean, you guys wanna walk across town and get the horses, come back? No. Yeah, no. Aren't you guys headed out that way when you leave? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, see so you guys. No, do you wanna come with Pretty us? Pretty smart. You don't have to, but like, do you want to? No. Okay. Well, we still need to find Boz. I know, I was just asking for when we leave. She's walking back to the Lamar. Okay, we're going back. Okay. You all return. Um. Boz. Boz, uh, you disappear in the shadows. Um, you feel like you're falling again, and then all of a sudden, there's impact. And you sort of raise your head up. Oh, you hit something hard. Which you take a point of blood thing. Um, and you can feel a little blood on your forehead as you dab your finger into it. You feel it there. And you look up and all around you, and you're in a cave. Um, why don't you make a perception check for me? Natural one. Oh. Okay, you kind of dazed for a second. There's blood on your forehead. Look around. Stone. You can hear water. But you're not sure what's going on. You sort of stumble to your feet. You turn around. There's a very there's a pool of large water behind you. You look around the room. There's statues all over the space, but your head is swimming. You roll. You rub your hands and your eyes. Why don't you make another perception check? <laughs> is that a two? That was a two. Okay. That's just what it's meant to be. Um, okay, so you do not recognize your surroundings. Your head is swimming. Um, uh, you can see... Um, actually, it kind of works well for the scenario. <laughs> You can see there's a number of like other, so you're in a circular cave. There's a pool of water behind you of some sort. You can hear it up against the edge of the rock. There's a cave over you. There's a couple of cave holes around you, um, but all of them are filled with dim swirling shadow except for one. And you can see statues out of your periphery, but they're too fuzzy. You can't focus on them. And in the middle, you can see one like cave archway leading to some other space. And you can see there's a little bit of light in the chamber like looking like firelight and you can see like a, a small amount of color. How far away are the statues? Uh, they're maybe like 10 feet away from you. Can nearest. I walk up to one? Okay, you walk up to one. Your, very, your vision starts clarifying a little bit. I'm not gonna make your little perception check. Okay. But you watch up to it. You walk up to it. It's got a large stone base and as you look up at it, 
it's a strange figure, humanoid and crustacean-like. Um, it looks like a giant lobster humanoid standing on a uh, on the pedestal from waist up. Um, huge, uh, chitinous, like chest reaching out to shoulders. Both of the hands are really large pincers, and its head is fully crustacean-looking, um, with there- many mandibles and mouth parts and stalked eyes. Is there a plaque or like no, no words? Mark- Do I recognize it? Uh, make a history check. I'm looking for history. Oh, that is 11. Okay, well, the DC was 10. Oh. Um, so you passed something. You stood there. I um, rolled a 10 and you stood there waiting. For I wanted you to have your moment. Oh, thank you. Um, I appreciate it. I wanted you to have your success. Um, you do recognize it. Uh, also, on a different note, Mike, I love the henna. You're putting all of your stuff with that pen. Um, uh, you do recognize it. You recognize this from the cave. All of a sudden, you realize where you are. You're in Legath. You're in the cave under the town. Oh, wow. These, this was the statue that was in that one religious room. Except now there's six of them all around the space. The god of the crustate, like the, of the that, That's what you thought it was, yeah. Start looking around. And you recognize where you are. All of a sudden, you can smell the ocean water and everything clarifies to you. Yeah. You look over on the ground and you can still see a stain of hag blood on the floor. No hag, but... Still see the blood stain. And um, as you look up from the statue, you realize that the room over there to your side is the space where you laid the one Kuatoa to rest. Oh, um, is there a light coming from it? That's where the firelight is coming from. Yeah, I want to go over there. Okay, so you you walk up to the entrance, and as you look in, there is um, there's a mound. The mound is white. Um, it is many hundreds of mushrooms, uh, grown up over each other, blossoming into many heads that are sort of like, uh, pink and very gently bioluminescent. Um, it's the ones that Greta left. Um, and they've bloomed into a massive colony over the bodies that are very solemnly sitting there. And you can see the two larger forms on the side, which were the Kuatoa that you met, his mate. And then in the middle, you can see the smaller mound over what was their child. And, um... The mushrooms have just grown up quite a bit over each other and made this massive little nest of it there. And it's the only thing in the space, despite aside from the smashed furniture and the torch on a wall. Can I collect a couple of the mushrooms? Okay. You walk up and you lean down and you pluck two or three of the mushrooms. Just not a lot, but just a little bit. Sure. Like over my um, and you hear in your ear, Who are you, Boz? I look around. You turn around, nothing. You're alone in the cave. You can just hear the the water against the rocks. Um, Can I make like, uh, I don't know. I don't know, I'm just kind of like standing there. Stand there for a moment. Yeah. Confused. The mushrooms are in your hand, they feel soft. What do you do? Um, I want to go. Was I just in the room that had all the statues? Like, like basically, the, yeah, like the it was place the main they, center chamber. The main center chamber. Can I go into the place where like they have like their almost like ceremonies? Yeah. You walk back out, um, and as you walk into the main room, you realize you see again all the other doors are shadows. Oh, so there's no way. It out. was like you could only pass into this one space. Okay. 
But when you walk back into the, into the middle room again, all the statues, their heads have turned and they're looking at the room that you were in. So like when you walk back down the center space, they're all looking at you. At me? Yeah. They're not moving now, but... Who are you, boss? Who am I? I don't know. You look up and the rock and the roof is fracturing. These huge spidering webs. A huge chunk in the center of the room breaks free. Falls into the ocean water. And then another one. At the main entrance that you all came down the first time you were here. And the cave around you starts collapsing. What are you doing? Um, I, want, I have the stone you see in my hand. Mm -hmm. And I want to jump into the water. Okay. You grab the stone. You, you jump. You run forward. Then you can feel the stone above you and create downward pressure on you. And um, for a moment, you close your eyes as the force comes down and you open them. You look around. You're in a vast field of waist-high golden grass, an ocean of it, gently moving forward, rocking back and forth like waves under the wind. Tall pine trees in the distance, blue open sky. There's a small herd of antelope-like creatures um, with two sets of horns, thin and elegant, dark brown fur, long legs, sprinting through a field. Two white, thin birds with large wingspans fly overhead. And you look up and you see a mound in the middle of the area and you know where you are. This is where you met him, in Zedge. I go right back to the pond, unless something okay. else happens before that. And I look, gotcha. I basically like look like exactly how I was, like at the water, like okay. when I was next to him. So you start rushing into the mound, but as you get closer, you realize the pond is gone. Instead of the small glade, there is a mound of dirt. And growing up out of the dirt, there is a series of gnarled, twisted roots almost sort of grabbing at each other, grasping like fingers. And up in the middle of them, there is a swirling, gnarled knot of twisted, dark wood that comes up into a large head of tendulous, grasping strands all around a large green emerald. Maybe the size of an ostrich egg. Huge. The biggest crystal you've ever seen in your life. Growing dull green. You get about 20 feet away from you and it's just growing out of the center of this whole field, standing there all alone. Like growing actively or it was growing? It, it seems like it stopped, but it's just sitting there. Okay. Was it growing like while I was moving towards it? No. Or? Okay. Okay. Sorry. I thought maybe yeah, like you're magically. Good. You're good. It's hard, okay. to, hard to parse apart. Um, How close do you get to it? I get to the edge of the pond. Well, there's no pond. It's just a mountain dirt. Oh, that's right. Um, I'm going to go right up to it. Okay. You get about 10 feet away. The moment your foot touches the soil, you hear, who are you, Bob? I keep walking. Okay. You walk up, you get closer. I mean, you, you can walk right up to it. I walk right up to it. You're there. The Chaos Emeralds. Sorry, I don't say that. I don't. <laughs> Inspiration. <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, Hedgehog runs up. Gotta go fast. Trailer <laughs> for the second movie looked really nice. But anyways, back to the really important scene. Um, I can't believe there's Sonic the Hedgehog movies. Anyway, I'm going to get distracted. <laughs> um, I... I look at it. I try to see if I can see anything in the reflection okay, of you, the gem. You look into the gem. It looks dark and swirling and like chaos. 
Can I think about the orb? Does it come to me? You think about the orb? Nothing. Wow, okay. Um, I pick up the stone. Okay. Or I try to, at least. You go to touch the stone, and as you put your hand on it, you move it, and the whole thing breaks. And you're holding a tall quarterstaff with a stone in the head. You can grasp it in your hands. Oh, yeah, I hold it. I hold that thing. Okay, you're holding the staff. You look at it on the stone. And you hear this time, instead of a voice in your mind, you hear a voice in front of you very audibly. Who are you, Boz? You I look up. up. Okay. I see who it is. Do I recognize the voice first There's a tall man. Oh, okay. Dark brown skin. Broad, proud nose, thick, heavy beard made of moss, great crown of moss hair spilling down his back, huge elk antlers spilling out from his head, a cloak made entirely of dense, dark green leaves falling around his torso, long, strong hands, tall elk legs pushing down from beneath the cloak, and burning green eyes. He just looks up at you. I'm dying to know. Who are you? I guess we'll find out. I guess we will. And then the crystal. And it shines a little brighter. And um, uh, you're, again, blinded by the light. Uh, and then you... Inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think every moment of our campaign is going to be serious moment. Funny thing. <laughs> I just couldn't um, help but say it. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, it's pretty funny. The chaos um, symbol. And um, uh, Boz, you find yourself sitting in the room. Back in the room. In no one's 13. there. Uh, it's in the middle of the day, which is confusing because it was definitely night before. I want you to point a, put a point of exhaustion on your sheet because you did not get a long rest. Oh, that's right. Um, uh, but you are sitting in the middle of your room and uh, you are... Oh, I kicked my mic stand hard um, <laughs> you're sitting in the middle of the room and um, you uh, there's leaves all around you and stalks of dried golden grass um, and you are holding in your lap a gnaw, a long gnarled uh, staff with a huge emerald at the head <laughs> oh wow okay did we um, real quick I cannot find exhaustion did we choose to go back yeah that's where you guys were headed uh-huh. anyway we'll get there in a second um, I don't know where exhaustion is. It's fine. I'll help you find it in a bit. Okay, but I am exhausted. Gotcha. It's under okay. conditions. I'll help you find it. <laughs> I'm exhausted all the time, so that's not the um, um, Okay, so I'm sitting there like with all these leaves around me. Yeah, just sitting okay. on the floor. Do I have the mushrooms still? Um, you look into your cloak. You pull out three pale white mushrooms with pink tops. You can put them in your inventory if you want. That's what I'm going to give Greta for Christmas. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I put them in my... I put them with me. Okay, you put them away in a pouch. Yeah, a little pouch. In your In your satchel, which we all agree exists. I it's have a satchel, and it has mushrooms uh, in it. <laughs> <laughs> so I have the green quarterstaff. I want to look at this thing. Um, okay. And like from head to like... Okay, you focus on it uh, deeply, and every time you look at it, it's like in, you can... It's like all the colors start to gently swirl around your vision every time you look at it, and you hear in your head. <laughs> every time you, you look at it, you just hear like jovial, wild laughter. And... Um, the every like this the it's just a large crystal, but every time you look at it for long, the colors all start bleeding and swirling together. Um, how long do you look at it? Oh, I keep looking at it. You attune to the crook of the Mad Prince. <laughs> I just got an entire <laughs> sheet of paper. Oh my time. gosh! <laughs> I'm gonna go with that for a second. I'm not gonna let y'all see this. I'm sorry. Aww. that makes me sad. <laughs> this is. 
Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh! Zachary, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> that is so cool. Oh my gosh. Christmas Landon. He just gave me my Christmas present, which is a is a is a big staff with a uh, a, a a green gem at the end of it. That is so wild. Where'd you get that? You don't know. The address went up and the silence was left. <laughs> I like it. Oh my that is gosh. So sick. Merry Christmas. Um I would like you to put in your inventory uh crook of the mad prince. Do you have a real life inventory, Landon? I do have a real you life inventory. A moral inventory. <laughs> and uh, Boz, as you sit there in the room holding the staff, uh, as it sort of bleeds into your mind, um, you just hear one last time, I guess we'll see. And uh, that is where we will uh, take our break. Oh my gosh. What a okay. session, you guys. What a that long. Uh, well, guys, thank you all so much for joining us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everyone's like taking their headset <laughs> off. I'm like, the we got to say goodbye. <laughs> wow. What a session. I, I cannot wait to read this. And um, you should read it. It's pretty great. I'm definitely going to read it as soon as we close. Um, <laughs> so uh, update podcast stuff, podcast stuff. Okay. So uh, we talked about a dice giveaway. And um, uh, we've had some problems with Instagram that we're trying to work out. They don't want to let us advertise. Come on, Instagram. Kind of don't do it, do it. I don't know why. But um, we're Instagram. trying to get that figured out before we start the giveaway. So we're kind of putting hold on that. Um, but hey, go follow us anyways. If you like it. Um, Please. Other than that, I don't know if we have a lot to plug other than everything. So go search at Barely D&D. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts right now, this is very important. Leave a review, please. Or even if you're not listening on Apple Podcasts and you just happen to have an iPhone, just download it and just leave a yeah, review. Yeah, that's actually that's a good point. Not just in the interest of like, hey, help us get fame, but like the point is that like if you like our podcast, yeah, and you can leave a review because Spotify doesn't have a form for that. It kind. doesn't. If no. you want to go leave one on Apple Podcasts, people can find it that way. It's kind of like almost um, like a sign of legitimacy. You know what I mean? So like. Like if you're like if people are looking for a podcast to listen to or something and they see something that's just like empty, like nothing's there. I mean, who want I mean it doesn't look like okay, this doesn't look I don't know, legitimate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it just kind of helps us kind of like establish ourselves, if that makes sense. So if you yeah. enjoy this and you want to help contribute to it to it, leaving a review. Um, I think Overcast also has a review section and uh right now we're trying to build that a little bit, so feel free to leave a review. Also, are we too. on Google Podcasts? We are on Google Podcasts. And you Podcasts. can leave Google reviews. I've started finding us on places I did not submit us to, which yeah. is pretty cool. <laughs> Shout out to all the people listening to us in really weird spots. Yeah. <laughs> there are some funky podcasts out there, like yeah. podcast platforms. And on, on another note, just like from us, I read some of those Apple reviews the other day and uh I mean, I'll just be transparent with you guys. There's a lot of podcasts out there trying to get famous. Uh, this is Landon's baby, the podcast. This is our baby. Uh, it's our baby, but I'm the DM for this group. They're my priority. I kind of don't care. We have our episodes. That's cool. But I read some of those reviews the other day and just hearing that people are engaged in the story, that kind of meant something to me for the first time. Really? So just yeah. if, you, if you even left the review, I really appreciate it. No, Thanks, I'm man. seriously good. I looked at the reviews and it just like warms my heart. You know, it makes me yeah. so happy. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, because it's yeah. fun. We do this for ourselves, and we also do it for you, and it's a weird balance, uh, but we really enjoy it, and we hope you're enjoying it too. And uh, with that, I guess we'll see you on the next episode. All right. Six yeah. seasons in a row. All right. See ya. Bye.